Hello, and welcome back to the Beatdown Bandits podcast. This is season three, episode five of the Beatdown Bandits podcast. I am Colin, and uh, in today's episode, um, we're going to discuss uh, Assassin's Creed, and and I was kind of debating about this, and this is this was kind of a last minute thing. It was it was kind of um, it wasn't even on my radar of things to kind of discuss for uh, for the podcast, but. Um, I uh, randomly, like last week, decided like I, I kind of wanted to play through like Ezio's story again. Uh, for those of you familiar with Assassin's Creed, if not, I'm just going to kind of go through like a timeline on it. But uh, I kind of felt like I wanted to play it again. And uh, I had played most of the Assassin's Creed games before and I have gone through the whole Ezio um, Assassin's Creed 2 and Brotherhood and Revelations probably five times. Um, maybe Revelations, maybe only like two or three times, but uh, Brotherhood and Assassin's Creed 2 several times at least. And um, like, I, I really, really wanted to play through it again. So uh, ended up getting the, uh, the Ezio, it's called like the Ezio Chronicles or the Ezio something. And uh, so got those three games and uh, started playing through them again. I'm like, man, this, this is such a unique story. And at the time, like when Assassin's Creed 1 came out, like the, the open world game aspects like that were fairly new as far as like something that size. And uh, I think that's what I really appreciated it. Now I appreciated about it. Um, now, like... Uh, Rockstar Games like kind of took it to like another level uh, than what like Ubisoft had going for it, um, and uh, I, I felt like Ubisoft really I think like kicked off those like major open world games with all these side quests and stuff where you know you could play through the game in you know say twelve hours, but if you wanted to do the side quests and stuff, it was it was going to take you ten times longer. And uh, I think with Assassin's Creed, like you, you really kind of want to do those things. Um, sometimes they're a bit overwhelming, like the, the flags or the feathers and stuff like that, that you have to try to find. Um, and they're hidden like all over the place. So trying to like 100% those games, uh, you, you pretty much have to cheat to do it um, by looking up like guides and stuff onto where like everything is. Um, but the main story missions and stuff, you know, that all pump, you know, comes up on your map and like little side quests and stuff that's all on your map. So it's easy enough to find, but hunting down the hidden things, uh, the, the worlds are so big and you have to travel from city to city and place to place. There's just too much area to cover, to find all those things. So you do have to kind of cheat, uh, for that. Um, now my, my first experience with Assassin's Creed was, uh, right, right when Assassin's Creed two came out, uh, I didn't play the first game right off of the bat. Like I had heard of it and watched it and I'm like, yeah, that, that looks pretty cool. And, uh, but saw a trailer, um, for Assassin's Creed two. I'm like, oh my God, this is, this is so cool. And, uh, so got it when it first came out and, and played through it. And I'm like, oh my God, now I have to play the first one. And then, uh, ended up going back and playing Assassin's Creed one after, uh, two. And unfortunately, like a year later, Brotherhood came out and then Revelations came out and, uh, you know, just, uh, Ezio's story was just so, so cool to me. Now Altair's story was also cool. And, um, you know, if, uh, if you don't want the spoilers or whatever, 
maybe mute for like five seconds, but the end of Revelations with the tie-in uh, with uh, with Altair is just is just amazing. Um, so yeah, the the ending of of Revelations uh, like as a tie-up for uh, for Ezio's story is really cool and and being tied in with with Altair. So um, and then the the Desmond aspect of of all of that as well um where where desmond is almost able to link them you now because at that time he's in a coma during revelations right so um that's why one of the more unique uh parts also about assassin's creed is the modern day aspect of it while you're you know for this you're jumping back to like italian renaissance uh, uh you know even as far back as you know you know, BC timeframes and in the 800s and 1800s and, and uh, 1700s and, and all these different eras uh, that you're jumping back to to find where people had put things uh, is pretty crazy and it's a very unique thing. Uh, it very easily could have been left out of the story, but I think it adds a little bit of spice as to why you are playing this person. And then the tie-ins just kind of add those little um those little twists of like oh man like i didn't see that coming or whatever and um so it's it's uh it's very unique in that aspect but um the something else that's also worth mentioning that a lot of people are not aware of um, um but it is on youtube uh especially for people who are uh like super attached to like the Ezio timeline of assassin's creed is going to youtube and looking up assassin's creed embers um, it actually finalizes Ezio's story and it's, uh, it has the same actor and everything um, as well covering that. Um, but it's, uh, I want to say it's 20 minutes or so. It's not super long and you can easily sit down and watch it, but uh, it's a really good finale to Ezio. And uh, it's basically him in retirement 20 years later or whatever 15 years after revelations i forget exactly how long but um it's uh it's Ezio's uh ending basically where revelations is, is close but you don't really know what happens after that right so um uh and also like the the trailers to uh the assassin's creed games are really good um, I think really leading up through like maybe like Unity and Syndicate and those games. I don't even know if there was one for Rogue. I, th I think there was, but I don't remember what it was about. But I think by the time they got to like Brotherhood, uh, their trailers for their video games were like their own little stories and, uh, and so good and were really good about tying you in of like, oh man, like this, this game's really good. Um, and I had no idea like Brotherhood was coming until I saw that trailer. Um, you know, it was back then, you know, uh, jumping back 15 years, like there's no, uh, like the news sites and stuff, you know, where, you know, this is pre Twitter and pre all of that stuff where you're not exposed to everything and spoiled so early of things. So you almost like have no idea a game's coming and then you see a trailer pop up like coming in, you know, three months type of thing. So um, that was really cool being able to kind of experience uh, that as a fan of Assassin's Creed when like the, when Brotherhood came out. And then I, I never thought like Revelations would become a thing and then boom, that became a thing. So um, yeah, so so yeah, you know, that, that, that was very, uh, very cool. My aspects of, of kind of growing up with Assassin's Creed and games. 
Um, and that's what made me like truly fall in love with like the open world stuff. And then when you you add in like the rock star stuff of like the GTAs and and the, the Red Dead Redemptions and stuff like, um, you know, just amazing open world games, um, you know, that that were developed. Uh, yeah. So. So anyway, very cool. All right. So I'm going to um, kind of run through a little uh, a little timeline here. Um, I'm going to share the sound. I don't know. Um, I, I might like play this one because it's not, it's not super long or whatever. Um, but, uh, so this is just like the main games. Uh, so some of the games are taken off here. These are just the main core games of Assassin's Creed. Um, I also have pulled up like a chronological order. Like if you want to play the games in chronological order. So like I said, you know, like Assassin's Creed Odyssey goes all the way back to, to yeah 400 bc um and then so now you're jumping ahead you know 400 years and now you're jumping ahead 900 years to valhalla um and uh as you kind of get into altai year now you're in the you know 1100s 12th century uh type stuff and then you you jump into the uh, italian renaissance the 1400s uh in italy uh for uh for Ezio's timeline um and then i think yeah 10 years later for like revelations um you know, so that's all like Italian Renaissance era. Um, and then, you know, for uh, the Assassin's Creed Chronicles China, uh, for those, you know, so this one actually mentions Embers and as I mentioned a little bit ago, of a, a tie-in to, uh, to, uh, to Ezio. So yeah, uh, Revelations ends in 1512. Um, so this ties in, yeah, you know, 10, 15 years later, um, you're, you're introduced to somebody, uh, who's introduced in the short film Assassin's Creed Embers, uh, when she travels to Italy by a train, um, and, and meets with, uh, with Ezio. So I think that's worth watching if you've never seen it before. It's actually really cool. And like I said, it's almost like a handoff of, uh, uh, to a, like a younger generation. Um, so it's pretty cool. So let's, uh, let's kind of run through this a little bit, um, of the, uh, the actual game uh the actual games in order so like i said i i played assassin's creed the original um after the fact so assassin's creed 2 came out in 2009 so i probably played assassin's creed in 2009 maybe 2010 um kind of depending on when it came out um when assassin's creed 2 came out in 2009 and by the time i got through it right so assassin's creed follows uh altair uh which uh yeah takes place in the medieval era of uh of the Middle East, so like 1100s, right? And uh, so you kind of follow Altair, which I was not a huge fan of this game, but he uh, Altair has like a really good story. Um, so I, uh, while I didn't enjoy the original Assassin's Creed as much as uh, Ezio's storyline, um, the historical aspect of it is is very cool to uh, to kind of go through and add in. Um, but there's so much more when you get to uh, Assassin's Creed 2. And you could theoretically start with, with Assassin's Creed 2, um, just like I did. You're not, you're not missing anything. But by the time you get to uh, Brotherhood and Revelations, you start getting a little bit of tie-in, a little bit of story. And especially with Desmond, the modern day stuff, uh, you kind of need to know this. So it's definitely worth playing Uh Assassin's Creed games in order of release. So in, in order of, you know, Assassin's Creed games in, in a release order. 
So um, Assassin's Creed 2, like I said, you, you start off as, uh, as Ezio. Um, I think you actually technically start off as a baby. You see his birth, right? And, uh, um, but really you, you start off as Ezio as, as like maybe 18, 19 years old. I'm sure it's actually mentioned somewhere in some storyline or whatever, but um, I don't think it actually says in game, but he's, he's very young. He's, he's 18, 19 years old or so. And uh, yeah, he is, uh, you know, as it says in here, like the most likable protagonist. He's, he is very likable. Um, and, uh, um, and just his improvements and his abilities and stuff kind of growing uh, as the game goes on. Um, and like his whole storyline. So little, you know, little minor spoilers is he has some family members that are, are murdered in a conspiracy by like the, the potsies and stuff. So he uh, kind of goes off on um, his own revenge story as an assassin and kind of becomes an assassin through all of this. And um, yeah, so it's, uh, it's very diverse. It's very fun. Uh, it, it's a big storyline of all this, all the stuff that he has to kind of go through and deal with. Um, it also takes place over like 30 years or so, something like that um so uh the growth and like even like the cities and stuff is really cool to see too so um by far i mean between like assassin's creed 2 i mean there, there's so many of them that are so really good but between 2 and and brotherhood revelations game wise and we'll, we'll talk about that maybe isn't quite as good but um it's still really great as far as the storyline goes um, and then finally, uh, like Assassin's Creed three and four, uh, to me are like the ones that like everybody has to play up through four, like for a, a full all out like Assassin's Creed experience. Um, beyond that, things get a little weird and a little more choppy and a little less assassiny, I think. Um, but but still really cool. Um, so Assassin's Creed Brotherhood um, it takes off right after, um, literally like the next minute. Uh, so right after Assassin's Creed 2 ends, Assassin's Creed Brotherhood starts. And uh, so you continue to follow off uh, with, with Ezio and continue his story. And uh, so now, you know, he's getting a little bit older and that's brought up, you know, he's not quite as uh, athletic as what he used to be, although he still has you know, the same abilities. So you're not affected by that. But there are some, some lines in the story of like being an old man now. So he's probably... 40s at this point so um you know something like that or you know uh, around 40 so you know people start kind of calling him off for that a little bit it's kind of funny um so uh this continues like the the storyline continues with his family and now his his uncle is killed there's a few people that you're maybe basically not able to get to or you're slowly introduced to in assassin's creed 2 that um you never kind of finish off and now you have to um so that's kind of where brotherhood uh, kind of takes us to. Um, so the the cool aspect with Brotherhood is now you're not just a lone wolf, is that you're actually building your own guild, basically, at this point of assassins, and you have your own assassin soldiers, basically, that now can, uh, now can help you. So you you're able to recruit people and bring them in and train them and make them even more awesome. And uh, as I mentioned earlier, like the, the trailer for 
uh, for Assassin's Creed Brotherhood, and I'm 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 going to play it here. Actually, I want my own. I want my own Maybe audio. So I, I definitely want to listen to this. Um, but it's it's such a cool uh, such a cool story, right? So I'm going to stop talking, and we're going to we're going to watch this together for a second. Hopefully it shows up okay. It's probably going to be a little choppy, but we can kind of get the, the, the aspect of it. right here and you're also actually introduced to guns now basically which is not really a thing previous so there you're kind of curious like what, what, what's happening Stand alone against me, but also quite foolish. Assassin. And now you can kind of just think everybody around him just dying, right? So you know when I remember when I first started like when I first saw this, I'm like, what what is happening? You see this, it's like, oh, wait a second. So, you know, here's Ezio's, you know, recruit, so this has So, yeah, there's a, you know, little mini trailer of, uh, of, uh, of Brotherhood, right? So, it's such a, such a unique, uh, thing of being able to now you know have your own uh, have your own assassin recruits right so now we jump into revelations right so we're a couple years down right like that was 2009 10 11 so we're, we're back to back to back i thought it was two years difference um so this one is is is, is a little different like this is kind of Ezio's own um his own storyline of of kind of going away from yeah he he goes away I mean it literally says it in here the storyline shifts from the Italian cities and is not set in the Ottoman Empire or excuse me um and is uh in uh Istanbul um and uh so everything's kind of the same but he's he's kind of on his own personal journey now and less family uh, auditory family stuff so uh, but he's being very intertwined now with Desmond and Altair. And uh, so uh, Ezio is, is kind of being linked to them and where he's now basically being able to see Altair. And you can kind of see in the, in the, the cover of the, uh, uh, of the game right here, Altair in the background. And uh, even watching like the trailer for that, and I won't kind of go through this one, but even watching the trailer, you can kind of see, he almost kind of sees Altair's ghost. And uh, the end 
of Revelations is is so worth watching and playing through. Um, I, I'm not a huge fan on like the whole historical aspect of like the origins of uh, of the assassins and like the alien aspect. I like some of that stuff is like a little too out there um, and unrealistic. Um, but everything else is so cool. Uh, they do add in like the, the hook blade or whatever, which makes him be able to kind of go like through like zip lines through, uh, through the city, um, as well as like climbing a little, a little better, um, or being able to jump up a little higher, uh, so to speak. So it's kind of shoots out and is able to hook. Uh, so he got a little bit better grip, uh, in, in, uh, in this game. So, uh, it's very cool. So Assassin's Creed three, you know, you were now out of the, the Ezio timeline, right? And so now we're, we're jumping from the 15, early 1500s and we're jumping uh, all the way to like Revolutionary War, right? And uh, so 18th century in the, the 1700s. And uh, a very, another very good game. The only thing I didn't like about it when it kind of first came out is uh, it, it was just loaded with glitches. Um, I was also a little... Um, so the, the, the main character is, uh, is an American Indian um, whose father just happens to be uh, a man by the name of uh, Haytham Kinway. And uh, well, he's, he's got, uh, he's got a, uh, an American Indian name, which is, you know, they, they go away from that and basically call him Connor uh, Kenway basically. So he, he is a Kenway, which we'll, we'll kind of uh, get into here in the next couple of games, but um uh Haytham, who is his dad basically you kind of find out is uh an actually a, like a templar so the uh the opposites of the uh uh of the assassins and kind of the the bad guys of the assassins but it's a really unique uh and cool story um uh his kind of main thing while well, everybody's kind of had swords and stuff uh in the past now uh connor has this uh like indian hatchet uh, that's kind of badass. So, uh, the assassinations with the, the hatchet are really cool. Um, so, uh, there's also, uh, yeah, weather changes, um, and, uh, new weapons. There's the, the bow, uh, and everything that's really cool. Uh, and then the, the naval aspect, which, which in the next game goes a little more intense, um, but there is, uh, yeah, naval exploration, uh, that you can do with this now, uh, and yeah, the animal hunting uh, and things like that. There's there's new aspects to the open world thing. And uh, so Assassin's Creed 3, I think, really expanded upon what, what the potential was uh, for the Assassin's Creed games. And uh, the full all-out war aspects of, of the Assassin's Creed games. So I give tons of credit for this game. Um, the only thing I didn't like about it, like I said, it was a lot of, lot of glitches and, and things like that. Um, but, uh, Connor was less likable in my opinion, the older he got, the better he was, but kind of the younger Connor, um, drove me a little nuts. Uh, he came off as a little whiny to me and I, I just, I couldn't bond with him. Like I kind of did with Ezio. Um, so Assassin's Creed four. So we kind of go back a little bit in history and we kind of go to the, the, uh, um, uh, the pirates, uh, of, of, uh, of, uh, uh, the Caribbean. Sorry. I was blanking on what that was, what that was called. So Assassin's Creed four, you were Edward, um, you were Edward Kinway, 
uh, which that name should be uh, kind of familiar. Who uh, so this is kind of prequel, um, and uh, it's yeah. This like it says this, this proceeds proceeds sorry not proceeds proceeds the events that occur in Assassin's Creed Three. Um, the main character is the role of Edward Kinway, who is the protagonist in the uh, in the previous game. So um, uh, Haytham Kinway um, is uh edward's son and then connor who is the indian is grandson of of edward um so you kind of find those things out as you go along but the the really cool aspects of of a black flag um is one edward has the abilities and everything of an assassin but actually isn't one he he killed an assassin and kind of took his identity basically at the start and uh and then kind of just rolls with it um before kind of coming himself again but um it's uh it's 90 percent naval um so you are on pirate ships you are making your your ships bigger you can also recruit um in this you can recruit um uh, bigger ships and um you basically have your own fleet of, of pirate ships basically and it. uh it's pretty cool um you get better you know better weapons and stuff for your ships and things like that. So uh, it's a very unique story, but it's it's a hell of a lot of fun, especially if you like the, the naval aspects. Um, the only thing I didn't like about Assassin's Creed 4 is, is the naval stuff does get very repetitive uh, as far as taking down the ships. Oh, excuse me. As far as taking down the ships and stuff goes, it's, it's a little repetitive, uh, kind of the same stuff over and over and over again. But uh, one of... Uh, and it's a lot of people's favorite game in the whole series. Uh, Edward is very likable. The storyline is really good as far as you like following the main quest, but the side stuff is, is pretty repetitive in this game is the only thing I didn't really like about it. Um, now this is kind of where it jumps ship. Like I, I feel like if you play up through this game right here, the, the Edward, uh, excuse me, the Ezio and the, uh, the Kinway storyline. I think if you play through those, you can just stop. Um, some of the games start going a little bizarre, but you get, you get more stories to things. So, um, if you're really into it, um, they're still pretty good. Uh, Assassin's Creed Rogue, uh, kind of takes place around the same time of Assassin's Creed 3. Um, just different, different parts of it. Um, so here you kind of take, uh, um, what's his name? Shay? I think his name is, uh, um, uh, I think his name is Shay. Uh, I, I, uh, I did play through this one and it, it just wasn't very good. Um, you are in like an Arctic setting. Um, and, uh, but it's, it's, a, a lot of naval stuff as well. It's a shorter story. It's a shorter game I felt. And, um, but you're still very involved with like the, the Kinways and the storyline as well. Um, so, uh, you kind of take a different, like why it's called rogue is, you know, an, an assassin turned Templar, uh, is kind of the storyline there. Um, Unity, Unity was uh, very bug ridden. And I think that's also what kind of hurt uh, the Assassin's Creed timeline is, is, is it was just every year there was a new one, right? 2009, 2010, 2011, 2012, 2013, 2014, <laughs> and 2014, 2015, right? They were just, they're pumping them out so fast, um, keeping that story going that they weren't they weren't spending time with it. 
Um, the stories are really good, um, but uh, they were going too fast and they were, they felt very similar. Um, it's kind of how I felt with like Rogue was like, this is nothing new. Like it's very much like uh, Assassin's Creed three and four mixed together. Like, it's just not very good. Uh, Unity, I felt was like way, Unity was was unique because you're multiple people as was Syndicate, you're, you're playing twins, right? Uh, a brother and a sister. Um, but it was it was kind of cool too because you're 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 modernizing things a little bit more, uh, and you're in London. Um, so uh, Syndicate, I really liked. That's a, an underrated game, I think, in the series. Um, uh, so, uh, but they're also assassins too. So um, they also have a really good trailer that's worth watching. I think if you uh, kind of look through and look at the Assassin's Creed game trailers, they're they're so good. And they're, yeah, they're cinematic trailers is what the, the term I'm really looking for. Um, but this, you know, and and it even says this here. If you're looking for that old school feel that came with the Assassin's Creed, the Syndicate was the last new series that offered that. The next game came with significant changes to keep up with the changing uh, with the changing scenes and games right so then you get like into origins and odyssey and valhalla and stuff and while they're good games and good stories it goes away from uh it's more like historical stuff with the starting of assassins right and even like valhalla you're not even an assassin in valhalla you're just a warrior that basically um uh fights alongside assassins um, so in, in my opinion, as you kind of get into some of these, I feel like uh, the Assassin's Creed line should take like a five-year break to create like a really good one um, and a new story and, and things like that and, and, and bring it back to when it was, was more popular back in, in uh, uh, the Ezio and, and Kenway storylines, right? Um, so yeah, I, that, that's the only downside I feel like of, of uh, Assassin's Creed is it just gets a little more cheesy as things go on, right? So um, uh, I, I feel like Unity is probably worth skipping. It's a pretty unique and a very beautiful game. Um, but uh, Syndicate to me was, like I said, a little little underrated in the series. It, uh, it feels a little closer to like Assassin's Creed 2 and 3. Uh, than anything else does. Uh, Unity kind of took its own little thing. And it was, yeah, it, it even says like, like a murder mystery sequel, right? Um, so it was a little different than what you're, you're what you're previously used to in the Assassin's Creed games. So um, that's really it um, um, as far as like that goes. Um, like I said there is like like timelines and stuff for things or whatever in that in the time frame. Um, uh, I want to say. Doesn't one of them take, yeah, like, like Black Flag's not too, it's a seven-year uh, game. Um, but this one also includes, so this is like a full timeline, right? Like this is um, this is the full length of like the game that, that kind of goes through, but also all the other games and little, um, like like this one was on the mission, right? So same time frame, this one takes, takes place in like Louisiana. Yeah, New Orleans during the 18th century. Um, this one's actually not too bad. Um, if anybody does uh, have a PlayStation Vita <laughs> still, um, but uh, that one's worth playing. Uh, Assassin's Creed Unity, I was just not a fan of. It's a guy's name Arlo? Arno, yeah, I was going to say, it was like something like that. Um, I never played uh, some of these because they're like, some of them were just like exclusive, but like this one was like a graphic novel. Uh, Syndicate, like I said, was, was really worth playing. 
um and see like i never read the graphic novels and stuff but like so, so like now you're getting up into, like um it's, it's definitely worth like revisiting um some modern age stuff like they, they very well could be jumping back into like the japanese um uh like samurai things like that it's very easily to to like a modern day assassin's creed if we were to to bring one back here so um i do believe one is in the works i'm not sure exactly what it is i think i read about it at some point here recently um so yeah that is uh that is it for me today um so let me stop sharing this and uh, get back to my giant mug here. So um, again, thank you very much everybody for uh, watching and, and uh, listening. Um, so that was just a different one uh, for today. It was not, Assassin's Creed was not on the, the radar for me to discuss at all, um, but wanted to because I just kind of fired it back up and, and thought like how, how unique and how cool the storyline was. So um, I do have a, a guest coming soon. Um, hopefully uh, get that person scheduled here um, within the next week or so and uh, hopefully have that uh, episode be my next one. I don't know. There might be a week after this. So there might be like a week break. Um, I also do have my birthday coming up on uh, on 221 uh, where I'll be uh, live streaming during the day. Um, I am uh, off work that day. It's a Monday, uh, February 21st. So I will be... Uh, We'll be off and streaming on that day, so feel free to, uh, to jump in. Um, I do have in my descriptions all my, uh, my streaming stuff. I stream on Twitch. Um, so all that, uh, all that stuff is in there uh, in the links below. All right, thank you very much, everybody, and uh, have a great one. Later.